Good evening, folks. It's another episode of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. How's everybody doing? We hope you're having a great evening. Uh, Hope you had a great Christmas, a great holiday season. Um, Mine was awesome. Mark, how about you? How was your Christmas, buddy? Mine was good. It was a good, quiet Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, It was nice and quiet. We just had the family. Same, same. Um, yep, nice and uh, nice and quiet at home. Lots of uh, laughs and bacon cookies and hanging around and just being goofy. It was wait a cool. minute, wait a minute, bacon cookies. Lou, yeah, tell dude. me you put on the oven mitts. No, tell I me don't. you put on the oven. No, mitts. I'll burn the house down. Uh, <laughs> no, we. I was just uh, assisting the wife in the in the role of. Uh, you know, rolling the dough and, yeah. you know, making... Is that like a tradition for you? It's not a tradition, but, um, yeah, you know, I've been been trying to get involved more around the kitchen other than just going to the refrigerator and eating. And eating. <laughs> so, you know, trying to help her out that way. Mm. Dude, she makes like 20, 25 different kinds of, uh, of cookies every, every uh, Christmas. Wow. So, oh yeah, it's That's definitely a, a variety, man. Oh my god, twenty five, dude. You know, you got the twenty five days of Christmas on yeah. TV, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like the twenty five days of baking. <laughs> you know, dude, you made house. it funny, dude. You finally came out to your true self and made it <laughs> a, a funny. But listen, that's cool though, because that's the type of things you like to do between the holidays, you know? Like, yeah. Whether it's before Christmas and and this festive time that people talk about between Christmas and New Year's. It's such a it's such a great time for me. I'll tell you what, the holiday season. Uh, you love the holiday season. I love it. You love it. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, no, no. I know you like a book. I mean, it's, I love it. You, you lo- Lou loves his holidays. I, I, very, I love it. I love it. You are it's a great. holiday guy, man. I am. I am. You know, I put up all the Christmas stuff outside and around the house, uh, like Christmas vacation. Yeah. Right. Clark Griswold is my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to be seen from space. Well, even right. when you talk to me on the phone, I mean, like before Thanksgiving, like we don't even have to be sitting here talking about it. You could be talking to me on the phone. Like, you get you start getting riled up a little, you know. Like Thanksgiving's coming, man. I can't ready, you know. I can't I can't wait. I'm getting ready, and then uh, Chris, same thing with Christmas and, and everything. New Year's, I'm like to me. Fourth I'll tell of you July, why. it doesn't matter. Memorial Day. I mean, this guy, <laughs> you could be like you should be. Working, <laughs> you should be working for some kind of like promotional company for holidays. I man. know. You like I know. Lou loves his holidays. I I just it's such it's such a festive time. It's great, but especially. The um, the Christmas season. The, my favorite time of year is the um, the fall and the winter, mm-hmm. right? Everybody loves the summer. I can't stand the summer. It's too hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't take your skin off. Right. You know what I mean? Get so damn hot. And uh, for me, when when it's fall, right, and then the leaves are turning, mm-hmm. right, um, it, you get those cool nights, mm-hmm. right? <coughs> and uh, for me, it really starts October first, leading up to Halloween. And then from there, it's just, you know, one after the other. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So listen, so go back to the, rewind for a second. Go back to what you're actually doing in the house with with baking. Because you started to tell me, you said you had a story. And I'm like, this has to be some kind of story with with baking, you know, cookies. What what the hell? You know, I'm like, what kind of story could Luby tell me about? Put the oven mitts on and and baking cookies during the holidays. Well, I didn't have oven mitts on. But I was I at the I, table. I keep throwing that I in know. I, I, I just picture you with these giant oven and an apron <laughs> and an apron on. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not listen. If, if you know me, you know that that's not me. Listen, yeah. listen there's no stereotypes here. You know, no, I, I, there's there's nothing that's not you know. I wish I knew how to cook. I you, can make you eggs. That's it. You don't have to question you know masculinity or anything like oh, that. Oh, it has Put, not, 
has nothing to do There's with no that. stereotypes, though. You just put on an apron. It has nothing to do with that. Maybe fella. even a hat. <laughs> All right, listen, we're being silly tonight. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It has Let's... nothing to do with that fella. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's just for me. It's I've I have no interest in it. You know right. what I mean? But right. but but having said that. I do have interest in keeping a happy wife. Yeah. So, you know. You know what they say about a happy wife. A happy life. Right. That's right. So, you know, I get in there and I, you know, well, how can I help you? And, you know, she, she starts, well, you could actually, you know, start rolling the dough for these cookies and stuff. All right, whatever. So, so you're I'm like a helper. I'm point. a helper. Yeah, I'm an elf. I'm yeah. an elf. Right? You're not like the executive chef. You're like a line cook. Not even, <laughs> I, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the shop boy. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, right. So, so, anyway, you're prep, uh, you're we're, yeah, I'm the prep guy. So, we're sitting around the kid. You know, uh, my the the, the 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 kids are all there. Home from college. Uh, we're we're laughing. We got the Christmas movies on TV. Sitting at the table. We're all in the kitchen, right? And as usual, though, as I do every day. Right, uh, I ch- I'm checking my emails a mm-hmm. hundred times a day. I'll okay. wake up at two o'clock in the morning and check my emails. I know you do. You're you know? always talking about checking your emails on the phone. So checking them twice, ugh, dude. Making sure it's ridiculous. So um, I check my personal emails. Nothing there. The usual suspects. The usual bullshit. Right. Right. I check my work email. Nothing there. Thank God. Okay. Uh, go back to to rolling dough. I check it again. And I get, and I see this email on my personal email that uh, came through LinkedIn. You know what LinkedIn is, we right? You know what LinkedIn is. I was just talking right. about LinkedIn a couple days ago. Exactly. So I, I'm reading it, and I, and I almost deleted it right away because I'm, I'm thinking it's, you know, it's another headhunter, another recruiter just seeing what are the possibilities of, you know, my interest in moving from, what I'm, from where I'm at, right. which there's none, right? So, but I, but I don't delete it. And I don't just read the first or second sentence. Mm-hmm. I keep reading it because there's a, there, the way that it's worded, it just doesn't seem like it should be coming through LinkedIn. But then I notice in the body of the email mm-hmm. that there's a link that was provided by this woman mm-hmm. um, to one of those um, finding your family lineage thing, like 23andMe. Oh, right, right. So at this point, you're thinking, like, I used to be a member of Ancestry.com. Ancestry is exactly what it was. Yes. I couldn't and, remember the name of it. Right, okay. So it was Ancestry. I was in Ancestry.com for years, you know, just building together a, uh, like, a, you know, family tree. Yeah, you know, you exactly. can find your lineage and, and, and take it back. So, so. Exactly. Which which I had never really been on Ancestry mm-hmm. before. I did 23andMe okay. years ago. And it was dead on, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Iberian Peninsula, Spain, Canary Islands, Portugal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, stuff that you expect, right? right. Uh, at least on my side of the family. Well, my family, right? We expect that. Italy, we expect that. Okay. Uh, it even pinpointed it to Cuba. You know, Taino tribe, a North American Indian tribe primarily located um, in the Caribbean islands, specifically Cuba and Puerto Rico. Right. And it even said Taino tribe Cuba, which answered a lot of the questions that my cousins and I have always had. Because when you look at some of my family members, especially my grandparents on my mom's side, they look very indigenous. Right. And that answered the question. Holy shit. We, we do have a, a, you know, North American or Caribbean Indian mm-hmm. uh, in our family. OK. And, yeah. And let me interject that yeah. because I do remember at least that part of it. Uh, with your your family history because we had a conversation back in the summertime we were talking about being from the island the family being from the island 
And when you were talking about Cuba, I had told you being such a history buff, uh, recent discoveries, they were talking about a lot of the Mayan civilization they believe had occupied and lived throughout the, not only the Caribbean, but on the Cuba itself. And we were trying to tie that tribe into it. I remember I was doing right. like my own little homework on the side and right. I was saying, hey, Lou, I said, I think that that tribe may have been a part of the Mayan civilization. Their lineage goes back that far. Right. So anyway, that's just my little footnote yeah, I want to make and, there. But, <coughs> Interesting. It's, it's, Interesting. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's very poignant that you say that um, because, again, doing 23andMe, it's your genetics. It is what it is, yeah. right? <clears throat> and there were other things in there, you know, uh, the point five percent Irish point, you know, whatever percent right. uh, Russian, you know, all these different things. So, but it was cool that it pointed out exactly what we always thought, and then also added something that we thought, but we weren't sure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. One, so, one, one more side note. You know why the mind thing would make uh, sense? You know, they were they were known to be a super like intelligent you know that right that yes. they were very very intelligent yes. people yes and uh in case anybody doesn't know that's so listen lou's a very smart guy but i think you can <laughs> tell by just listening to things a very intelligent man but go ahead appreciate it that, that's 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 the one i'm giving you tonight so i continue on with this uh with the email and i and i see the the link to uh ancestry now i'm thinking oh this must be the uh, you know there's still a whole long email that i have to read okay I'm thinking it's a it's an ad for ancestry. Yeah, and <clears> people don't want to read long to emails either when they see stuff like well, that. You know, <clears throat> until I got to a particular part of the email that this woman is introducing herself uh, to me, and uh, she says the reason that I'm reaching out to you is because I think you may be my brother. Oh, hold on. Slam on the brake for a second. Somebody throw a bucket of water in my face. Dude, I had to, I I looked at the email and I kept reading it and I read it again and read it again. I gave it to to Michelle, to my wife. Right. And I said, read this. Am I reading what I think I'm reading here? Did I just read this? You need the voice of reason off on the side to actually confirm to you that you're reading what you're reading. Well, wait. So we'll put it all together is that at the very end of the email... It's it. There were two pictures attached, and there was a picture of my dad in Cuba, mm-hmm. and I'll get to what that picture was, and then a picture of my grandparents here, um, and it was just the, the two pictures. So let me take you back to. Well, see, let me just add in right yeah. there. First of all, that is amazing because I thought you were just going to say you read an email. But now you have a picture on top of it, and right. that just took that to a whole nother level. Well, I that's why I kind of wish sometimes we had the video version of this here, you know, along exactly, with the audio, yes. so we could include yeah. the clips. But that's amazing. But go ahead, continue. That that's pretty cool. So let me let me take you back to Cuba, mm-hmm. <clears throat> 1959, revolution of the people in Cuba and everything else. So, and my and my family and how it's all intertwined. My, my dad's side of the family were, would be what, what would be considered, um, they were aristocrats, landowners, um, uh, you know, dabbled in government, uh, private schools, nannies, uh, had farms uh, where they would, uh, uh, they would grow sugarcane and, uh, and then sell it, you know, obviously for profit and so on and so forth. Um, 
trips to, to America every year. I come to find out something that I didn't know, that my father, from the age of 12 to 18 or 17, would come to the United States every year to a camp uh, in, uh, in South or North Carolina. Um, my grandmother, I don't know if I ever told you this, was a school teacher in Cuba. She, 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 uh, she uh, taught English. Um, so very, and, and, you know, the private schools, my dad went to a private school and was best friends with another kid who went to the same private school. That other kid was Fulgencio Batista's son. Do you know who Fulgencio Batista is or was? Uh, not exactly who he was. No. Fulgencio Batista was the president that Fidel Castro overthrew. Okay. His son and my dad were best friends. They were schoolmates. Wow. Just to give you an idea, mm-hmm. okay? But, of course, in 1959, Fidel Castro and the communists come down from the Sierra Maestra and, of course, take over Cuba. Everybody knows that story. In 1961, my dad leaves Cuba. Now, this is the story that I understand. My dad leaves Cuba and comes to the United States at the ripe age of, I think he was 19 years old. Came with nothing, came by himself. The reason that he came by himself and had to get out of Cuba was because he was doing, along with his buddies, like like <laughs> kids will do, kids will be kids, right? Boys will be boys. Except that they were doing anti-Castro revolutionary things. And quite frankly, to put it bluntly, the communists were looking to find him and kill him, right? Put him, uh, put him up on the, uh, on the, on the, on the wall and and execute him, right? So my grandparents find a way to um, to get him out of the country. Let me take a sip, sip of water here real quick. So he comes here by himself, or what I think he came here by himself. The story, as I understand it, is he came here, immediately uh, got his citizenship, joined the army. And went and fought in Vietnam for his newfound country, right? For the United States of America. Yes and no. The story as as it has now unfolded is that in 1961, he did come. But he came with his wife, who was not my mother. So he was married. My dad was married in Cuba to another woman. They both came here at, uh, I'm sorry, I said 19, at 18, 18 and 17 years old, respectively, right? And started their lives here in the United States. In 1962 or three, right at the beginning of, uh, of Vietnam, but coinciding with the Bay of Pigs, he leaves for Kentucky um, to basic training to go and apparently fight, hopefully fight, in the Bay of Pigs. And as we all know, the catastrophe that that turned into, right? right? Except he didn't get a chance to go fight in the Bay of Pigs because of an error with his dog tag. Let's say his dog tag read R1234. They reversed the last two digits, and he ended up in Vietnam, right? In the C-51 Armored Infantry, which is the armored division of the Big Red One, the storied Big Red One Army, right? So he's in Vietnam, he's a uh, uh, tank uh, driver, and he does his tours in Vietnam. Um, 
1964, he returns home to find that his wife at the time um, had split. Basically, she left. So it's a, it, it's a similar story to what a lot of veterans, unfortunately, uh, encounter. They go away for an extended period of time. And, you know, it's nobody's fault. It is what it is. You know, she was left here by herself uh, while he was away. And um, she met someone, uh, this gentleman, and uh, basically left with, left with him, right? And my dad came home to no wife and no home, okay? He returns home in, in August of 1964, right? And um, apparently... Uh, I guess uh, uh, gets together with with his ex with his ex wife and uh, for a short time and that was it right <clears throat> well in 1965 this woman that contacted me is born right in 1965 1966 1966 I think it was. Uh, or 65. She's 65. Born. 65 she's right? born. But this is her now. May of this 65, this woman is born. This is the right? one that contacted Correct. She's born. She's a little girl. She, she, she's with her mom and, and, and the gentleman that, that her mom met and ultimately married. Um, and for the next, you know, 10 years at least... Um, everything's fine until, unfortunately, this, this man at a very young age passes away in 1977, right? So now this girl is 12 years old, continuing on living her life as an only child. For the next 56 years, because um, she's 56, going to be, or she's 57, right? Um, she's believing she's an only child. So let me take you now to three weeks ago, okay? Right, Basically to, almost a month ago. Coming up to about, about three weeks ago. She, uh, this woman has two children, uh, her daughter and her son. Uh, her daughter just uh, got her master's. Um, she is, a, um, uh, I believe, the equivalent of a, of a nurse practitioner. So she's, she's what I like to call a super nurse. You know what I mean? She's like a doctor, but she's not a doctor. She can prescribe. You know what I mean? Right. And <clears throat> the, 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 the lady that contacted me earlier this year came down, not came down, had, um, was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. Okay. So her daughter um, is given as a gift, I believe, um, or, or she, no, her daughter does the uh, the uh, what, what what's it called the ancestry thing um, and 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 tries to to find out more about her genetics to see what are the possibilities of she coming in, or being diagnosed with uh, with breast cancer because it is a um, a uh, genetic thing right with the BRCA gene I believe or something like that mm -hmm. right except she keeps hitting roadblocks. The gentleman that who, who the woman that contacted me thought was her father, you know, her entire life, was of Austrian-Hungarian descent, okay? So, therefore, her daughter, naturally, which would be her grandfather, her daughter 
thought that her grand that she should also have Hungarian Austrian descent because her grandfather was Austrian Hungarian. It would make sense, right? Exactly. Except that when she's doing these the genetic testing, if you will, nothing is coming back with Hungarian. Austrian of any kind. That's got to be so deflating for her. Nothing. Well, it's, because it's you're hitting a, the dead end. It's a brick wall. Yeah, she's hitting. Yep, dead end brick wall. So she approaches her mom, the lady that contacted me, and says, "Mom, there's something wrong here. Um, yes, the Cuban side keeps coming up. Okay, we know that part, right? But there's nothing about um, my grandfather. There's nothing in terms of lineage linking me us." to my grandfather except that there's other people coming up in terms of possibilities of having um, family lineage with our family linked to and it's the the and it lists my dad's name do you know who this is and she says um, I you know um, I think I do I think I know who this is um, because it also listed my grandparents and their the lady that contacted me's grandparents and my grandparents were very good friends going back to Cuba right okay so she knew the last name right so naturally they start doing more investigation and more investigation so <clears throat> The lady that contacted me has an aunt, which would be her mother's sister, that lives in Spain, right? And has a cousin who basically they're like sisters, much like my, my cousin that she and I always say we're brother and sister, confide in and everything very else. Very close. Right, very close. Um, there's another person in their family who very recently went through a similar thing in terms of finding out that what they thought was their family or members of their family weren't and there were there was a whole other side that they didn't know about so this genetic testing is really hot in their in their on their you know with their family at this point so she speaks to this aunt in cuba that one cousin that she confides in speaks with the aunt in cuba and she says you know I've always thought, and when she told him the name, she almost like fell off a, fell out of her chair. You know, the aunt that's in Spain, she said, oh my God, I have to tell you that I've always thought, we've, everybody's always thought that she, that, that he, that name is her father, right? Which would be my dad, right? And the woman that contacted me. A lot of suspicion there. Dude, so... It's all starting to, Listen, it's like starting to line up, like the stars in the sky. For 56 years, this woman has thought she was an only child. For 51 years, I've thought I was an only child, right? Never knowing about each other, never, never knowing anything about this. So, I, I, I'm seeing this. And I'm like, I feel like calling my dad right now. I, I got to know if any of this is true. Like, what the fuck, right? So it's like 10 o'clock, 1030 at this point, right? I said, I can't call him now. So I call him the next morning. I said, Dad, I got to ask you a question. <laughs> right? He goes, what's up? And I said, when did you say you came to America? In 61, right? He said, yeah. 
He go, I go, and you came by yourself? And he says, no, I came with my wife. I go, what? He, and he's telling me as if I should know this information. <laughs> he's just dropping the bombs. <clears throat> right. So when he said it, I had him on speaker, my wife is in the corner like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here, right? What kind of circus is this? Like, <clears throat> so he says. All nonchalantly too, right? All, like, like I was supposed to yeah. know that. Yeah. He says, yeah, I came with my like wife. Like you're asking him if you're going to go to the game this week. Right. Sure, right. yeah, we're going. So I said, Dad, no, I don't, what? No, like, what happened? So he starts telling me the story. He's the one that tells me about uh, going to fight in the Bay of Pigs or wanting to, pretend, training for it, getting I, the Vietnam part I knew about, right? He starts linking and tying everything together. Well, what happened? And he's the one that basically said, look, here's what happened. Basically, I came home. She wasn't there anymore. It is what it is. We did get together one time. Um... And that was basically it. Now, so there's a little bit more to that part of it, which I won't get into. But, so I say, okay, I've got to reach out to this woman right now, right? So I call her because she provides, at the bottom of the email was her business phone number, her cell, um, you know, all her contact information. I said, I'm not emailing her. I'm going to call her. So I call her. At the time, at the same exact time that I was calling her, she was on the phone with the cousin who had spoken with the aunt in Spain. And everything was being confirmed on the one side of the phone. Meanwhile, I'm ringing in. And he and she and she told me, because I've subsequently spoken with her, she's like, holy shit, he's calling me right now. Right? Leading up to all of that, <clears throat> they found me on, on LinkedIn her daughter found me on LinkedIn. This has got to be him. This is my uncle. This has got to be him. And, you know, found my contact information, obviously, because she reached out to me and all this stuff, right? So now it's been confirmed by my dad. She and I have spoken several times now, and we start tying everything together as far as answering her questions because there were some stuff that she didn't know. She didn't know about the Bay of Pigs part. She didn't know about the Vietnam part. So there was a time between 61 and 65, or actually she being born, that she didn't know, she didn't know what happened in those four years, right? She only knew from 65 on, because obviously from her birth through her, um, her dad passing away and then the rest of her life. So... Um, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, okay, in less than, because this was the following day, right? In less than 24 hours, I've gone from having this huge family, but, you know, being extended family, cousins and, you know, you know, ton of cousins and all this stuff, right? And having this huge family, but always, you know being on my own, I was an only child, not on my own, but I was an only child, mm-hmm. to having a sister, a nephew, and a niece, right, that I knew nothing about, and that they knew nothing about, right? And possibly more cousins. You could possibly have more cousins. She, and yeah. yeah on I mean, her on, mother absolutely had siblings. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. The, the well, she, her mother did have the sibling, the one sister that lives in Spain. I don't think she has... Um, any uh, kids and plus they wouldn't be okay. my cousins anyway because be it's, s- we just have the, our dads yeah or we just yeah. have our, our dad yeah, is yeah, yeah. 
But it would be a form of extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind exactly. of reaching out their butt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and I have that already. I have I have uh, I'm cousins with with um, like my cousins are cousins with other people that I'm not actually cousins with. We always say we're cousins, but it's through marriage. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And we all grew up together. You know. But in this particular case, I've now my my family has has gone from um, my kids, for example, not only having uncles on their mother's side, but now they have an uncle, a real uncle, on my side, and uh, and 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 cousins on my side. You know what I mean? <clears throat> this is unbelievable. So she and I speak, <clears throat> and we we tie a lot of those. Um, we untie a lot of those knots, shall I say. And <clears throat> right now, where we're at is that even though we're 100% sure because other members of her family have also corroborated the, uh, the, uh, the notion that, that, that he's her dad, right? Um, we're, the, she, uh, she's having, um, we're having a paternity test done. Just to make sure. And, and when I talked to my dad, I said, you know, how come you never mentioned this? And he said, to be honest with you, I never, I was never sure that she was my, uh, my daughter. I didn't know. I just didn't know. So he wasn't sure she was his biological daughter? No, he, no, because <clears throat> what had happened, what happened once, right? And uh, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, I, 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 don't, I don't know. There was no genetic testing. There wasn't, there wasn't any of, the, of that. And no one ever said anything. No one's ever said anything for the last 57 years. Right. Almost 60 years. No one said anything, right? There was none of those grand announcements. The testers were in and... Well, there's going to be, but up to this point, no. Up to this, Up to this point, no. There's, there, there, there's no Maury show or anything like that, right? Right, right. And um, he And I said, well, what are you going to do if, in fact, this is your daughter? He says, what, what do you mean, what am I going to do? If she's my daughter, she's my daughter. You know, I'm, I'm going to have a relationship with her um, if she's open to do that, you know, which she is. Uh, but in speaking with her, there, there's so much healing that needs to take place because there's always the question of, there has always been, or especially now, there's always been the question of, well, um, you know, the, the, why did this happen? You know, how did it happen? Um, and as we spoke, dude, she was living in the next town over. Wow. She was literally just a couple miles from from where I grew up, you know, um, she lived near um, a Catholic high school that that most of my buddies got kicked out from. So you had it, <laughs> <Got kicked out. laughs> right, right. <laughs> or left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you, if you hadn't relocated to where you are right now, when you were still living up in your hometown and found this out when you did a couple weeks ago, you literally could have hung up the phone and drove the next town over and met her within, say, five. Well, minutes. she doesn't live there now. She lives in Florida now. Oh, she's a yeah. She's in okay. she's in Florida now, but okay. but and she's been living there for twenty some odd years. Right? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but uh, it it's just so. 
you know, we, we, we opened the show by talking about, you know, Christmas and what Christmas was like for us and, you know, how special it is. And you were going on about how, how I love, you know, all the holidays, but primarily, I mean, this time of year, um, you know, Christmas and, and New, well, not so much New Year's, but, but Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, and you always try to take count and take stock of all the different things that we're blessed for, right? All the different things that we're thankful for. And like what, you know, my, I think it was my wife or my, one of my kids said, you know, you're, you're, you're taking this pretty good. Like you're not even overreacting about the fact that you have, you have a sister, and I said, well, what am I supposed to do? I mean, if she's my sister, she's my sister, right? right. Um, I, I am so elated by this news. I am so happy to, 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 to have um, a sibling, right? Um, and it's not, I'm not looking at it when I say that this isn't a shiny new toy for me. You know, that, okay, I played with it enough, now I'm going to put it down. Right, no, your family's grown This now. is my family, dude. Yes. There is nothing more important on this earth than family. And you just added, added an addition to it. This is my blood, yeah. right? And, uh, and you know how I am, dude, when it comes to family. You know what I mean? And my friends, I mean, your family. You right. know, we always talk about that family, just because you have blood doesn't make you family. Right. Right? Um, I always look at things like... Uh, you know, yeah, people always say, oh, yeah, you know, they're my cousin, but they're like, you know, sixth and seventh cousin twice removed. Who gives a shit? They still have your blood. Doesn't matter. They might as well be your sister. They're your cousin. They're, that's your blood, bro. That's 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 who you fight and die for. Your family. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and even though we've missed 51 and 56 years respectively, right, of, of sibling rivalries and sibling hatred and sibling love and and, and sibling spats si si sibling you know spats and and, and all the joyous times and all the, the you know the yeah, graduations the and the high school and college and and uh, the boyfriends and the girlfriends that she hated and the boyfriends that I would have hated and, and the times you had to stick you know, up for her. and the times that I would have had to kick somebody's ass you know? <laughs> yeah. you know all or, those different things right she needed you to like you know mess up her first date and yeah yeah her, exactly and yeah, yeah because I would have been I would have been uh five years younger so it would have been you know the annoying little brother that's right? what you would have been <clears throat> and uh but but that's okay because the way that i look at it is we have infinity now to to build on you know what i mean and grow that relationship well what do you what do you and i always talk about think about that for a second. we have been just spreading these truth bombs forever and we talk about what was time the two tenses don't matter in life right the past does not matter because it doesn't it doesn't exist whether you had the memories with her or not okay they're already gone that linear timeline is gone same thing with the future we can't even talk about like going forward and what we're going to do what you have right now you bring it always home to now what are you doing right now you just said it you yeah. know you've reached out you talked yeah. you're telling the story right now of where you are at now in life and then you do what you want with it once you're in that bubble to move, yeah you know and and listen it's not all hunky dory because you know, there's there's um, some things that she needs to uh, to uh, to to face on on her, you know, with her family, and there's some things that that she's going to need to uh, to address and take care of, and and so on and so forth. Um, but 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 at the end of the day, <clears throat> when it comes to she and I, anyway, right? We can't we can't worry about 
you know, what happened with our parents and so on and so forth. Here, my mom, my, my dad married my mom in 1967, right? I asked my dad, I said, did mommy know about this? And he said, of course not, because <clears throat> the, 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 the divorce, right, took place years before, several years before that. Okay. It was started here and, and then um, it was petitioned to the Cuban government <clears throat> and it was actually done between the governments, and it was finally, you know, uh, um, the, wow. the, the divorce was granted. Talk about a divorce of right? uh, the highest level. An international divorce, <laughs> right? And what do you it, have to do? Send that through the embassy? I don't, I mean, know, I don't, I don't know how I'm, they did I'm it. Joking, but yeah, I don't know how they did it. But there was a petition that was started apparently, and and the divorce was petitioned for for. Um, whatever reason they said and yeah. you know and you're not talking to, i mean you're talking before like <coughs> the age of like uh, tech you know and 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 everything digital and stuff like that you're talking back in the day of snail mail imagine that like you got the the embargo going on and and, and don't forget the cold get, war is you know in is, yeah we're yeah. we're they're worried about missiles going off down yeah. there uh, uh, you know yeah, in the island. they're practicing what to do in case yeah. of a nuclear attack yeah. here in school with all the kids hiding under tables and so on and so forth and here let alone you're, they're probably trying to get divorce papers <laughs> exactly <laughs> sent across to the peninsula my dad to get and, it her, up the and her mom are trying to get divorced you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so, so as you know, my, now the thing with with my grandparents was because of the relationship with her grandparents, going back to Cuba, uh, that other picture that I told you that was so the two pictures that I told you, the one picture was of the wedding day of her mom and my dad, and my dad's at the table, I guess signing the signing the uh, certi- the marriage certificate mm-hmm. in Cuba. And my grandmother standing behind him and everything else, right? And the second picture was of my grandparents in 1969 with her, holding her, right? So the way that I understand it was she was introduced as, remember, their friend's granddaughter. But apparently, according to my dad, my grandfather, his dad, my grandfather... Later said to my dad, I think, um, I always thought she was your daughter, but I wasn't sure. Hmm. No one knew for sure because they weren't even here. They were still in Cuba. Mm -hmm. My grandparents didn't come here until 1969. Mm -hmm. So years after, they almost 10 years after they arrived, the kids arrived, right? Um, and in between 61 and 69, the divorce, she being born, the Bay of Pigs, Vietnam, all that. So my grandparents didn't even know that he went to Vietnam. You know what I mean? So yeah. there was so much that was missing <clears throat> during that, that eight-year period um, that no one knew about except for two people, her mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Except that they haven't spoken since my dad um, came back from Vietnam. Wow. Okay? So, well, one one other time they did speak, I believe. So, <clears throat> and I know that, it, well, she told me, she goes on to tell me that she was a little bit older. She was like 10 or 12 years old. And they were at a store. She was at the store with her mom, a dress shop. I, I, I forget what store it was. So, kind of like a Walmart at the time. 
um, with her mom and her grandmother, and my dad happened to walk in the same fucking store, if you can believe that. And um, they didn't speak. They kind of like her mom and grandma, apparently, I think. No, he saw the grandmother, so they spoke. But the mom, as she was, I guess, maybe, let's just say, coming out of a, dra- out of, out of a dressing room, happened to see them talking, turn around, and went back in. Mm-hmm. So there she was, feet away from him, and my dad standing there with no clue that that's his daughter. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? Can you imagine that? So, wow. I feel unnoticed. To me, that's like the unnoticed energy of the world is right there vibrating. You know, we always talk about those vibes. Those vibes had to have been exploding and they didn't even know it. You know, the unknown, the abstract energy I'm talking about. I know. Between them, the hearts are connected. Absolutely. You know, uh, but even with those connections and, and, and those, those, um, uh, talking about a child vibrations, a yeah. right? Those chemical vibrations and all that stuff, right? To to her, imagine, imagine. Well, you don't have to imagine. You just experienced it yourself, right? Um, two weeks ago, right? With your sisters, right? It's just amazing to me. Yeah, ours ours was about a month ago now. Yeah, well, yeah. still, still, yeah. you know, weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. A, a month ago, but but here we are. Uh, adults mm-hmm. with our own families yep. finding out that our family is a little bit bigger than we thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or that we knew about, right? And it's, I look at that, dude, I could see why a lot of people might be upset about that. Oh, you know, uh, my life has been a lie and so on and so forth. And I get why people might feel that way. Um, but to me, I view it as a gift. This is nothing short of a gift. And I know she views it the same way, but I also understand why she feels the, uh, the, uh, emptiness, if you will, of, you know, I thought this and it's, and, and what I thought wasn't reality. Now, thank God for the man that married her mom and raised her as his own, you know, that guy was a saint, you know, may he rest in peace forever, right? He took her in as his own and raised her as his own, dude, Mm -hmm. until his unfortunate, unfortunate, uh, demise, uh, at a very young age, mind you. Um, but, but, you know, the, the questions that she has and the healing that she has to go through and the process that she has to go through, I understand completely, and I've told her, listen, this is a woman that I've spoken to now six, seven times, right? And and although technically, technically speaking, she is a stranger, right, to me, I don't feel that way, though, because when I speak with her, talking about those vibrations, talking about those connections, right, and maybe it's just me knowing that she's my sister, but our conversations, I believe, I feel, are not of two people that just met and were getting to know each other. It's a conversation between siblings that just 
didn't speak for a long time and we're speaking now. Yeah. Well and all said. of that prior shit doesn't matter. Yeah, well said. Hopefully. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I understand why it matters to her right. and she has to find out and deal with the things that she needs to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to convey to her whatever you need, whatever you want, whatever whatever anything anything that you want, I am here for you. The, my life is your life. What what can I do for you, and your kids? You know what I mean. And and I and I think she gets that. I think I got my point across to her. Uh, she said, you know, she, th- you know, we, we had those conversations. Uh, um, got a little emotional. Um, of course, emotion. That's that energy yeah. and motion that we always talk about, right? Yeah. I don't listen. I'm I'm one of these people. I don't uh, I don't get very emotional over that's, anything. That's feelings. Um, I'm I'm amped up all the time. I'm uh, passionate. No, you're not. Are you Shut amped up? up? Shut up. <laughs> I'm passionate, but I'm not one of these people that um, I just I don't. In other words, what I'm trying to say is I don't cry. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you. However, obviously, I have. And while she got more emotional, you know, during our conversation in that regard, and I didn't the reason that I told her what I told her was to let her know because if she wasn't sensing it through the way that, you know, if she wasn't sensing it, I wanted her to understand this is huge for me and I view it as a, for us, and I view it as a gift and and I hope that what we have now will only grow. Sure. You yep, know? yep, and that's what you wish for. Yeah, listen. You know Isn't that what? crazy, dude? It is. It is. And at the end, there, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, um, "I said, I said, the well said, man." You know what? There's something there that you can't explain, and it's that vibration that we talked about. That even though you're separating the physical and you see each other and you feel like it's strangers, but your family, you still have that energy between you. You still have it. You know. And and one more thing. Uh, you talked about the time of year it came, and you talked about gaining another person and you looked at it as a gift how about it that's that's it right there i don't think there's anything else to say to the story to add on top but you just received like the greatest gift you could this christmas all christmases are special and and for me it's not about the gift giving i mean the the, the <laughs> receiving gifts it's about the the giving right for me i i would rather listen dude you never have to give me anything Right? I tell my family, I don't need anything. I have everything that I need. Now, you want to get me something? Get me something. I don't care, but I'm not going to tell you what I want because I don't need anything. I, you know, right. For me, it's it's watching you open your gifts. It's it's what I can do for you. Yeah. right? But I have to say, in terms of receiving, this year I received the greatest gift I've ever been given in, 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 at any Christmas in my life. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It wasn't brought to you by somebody else. Think about how deep that is. If you truly think... Who brought this gift to you? It wasn't a person. It wasn't someone holding their hand out. It wasn't a physical material object. We always talk about materialism and things being handed to you and the price tag that people get so caught up with in the egotistical world that we talk about, you know, the ego versus the soul, the loving soul. Your soul received the gift, but she was delivered to you from the universe. You know, she was delivered to you from something higher than us man i mean there was a delivery that a person didn't hand you a box or a bag of something man she she was delivered to you in a holy whole different form you know something manifested for for this deliverance 
so to speak, to happen, man. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing, right? That's a beautiful story, man. I mean, it's incredible that, that her daughter, just out of wanting to know more, decided to... to uh, I think it was her boyfriend who gave her the ancestry. Uh, gave my niece the, na- the ancestry as a gift, or maybe they gave it to, to my sister. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But 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 the the catalyst right. was my niece wanting to know more about her lineage mm-hmm. and uh, her family. Had she never done that, none of this would have happened, dude. Well, you know what? Let, let me add one more point to what you just said right there. It's all cause and effect. Everything goes along this linear timeline and happens, and it's cause and effect. In my humble opinion, a lot of other people might not happen it happen to believe that things happen at certain times you and i've talked about that we firmly believe that that that's what you know we constantly talk about and believe that you know it happens at certain times that happens for reasons and listen it's all about cause and effect there was a cause for something and it's in everybody who reunites there's got to be something whether somebody drums something up something somebody digs something up so there's some strange encounter something that you know there's a cause and then the effect is there's a chance for reunification and 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 in this case, that was the scenario that just happened with you. I feel so blessed, so happy. My my family has been so supportive of it. First thing my my um, my oldest said was, <laughs> he said two things. She sent a picture of her kids, right? And in the picture, my nephew's wearing a Mets hat, and we're Yankees fans, right? As you know. And Alex, my my oldest, goes. Wait a second, is that a Mets hat he's wearing? This is going to be a problem. <laughs> All right, start laughing. And yeah. he goes, holy smokes, I can't believe it. I actually have a boy cousin because all his cousins are females. Wow. My nieces, you know, those those are his cousins. Yeah. And he says, I actually have a boy, a cousin, and he's not much older than I am. He's six years older, right? But but still, he's in his 20s, you know? And, and, uh, and, um, um, uh, Bella, my daughter, said the same thing. Said, um, "Oh my God, I have a a, a a female, another female cousin who's older." You know, this is great because because she's my daughter's is the oldest. Yeah. You know, she said she's older than I am. There's a lot of excitement going on there in your family, and a lot of energy. You know, there's a lot of energy, a lot of spark, and that's great, man. That's cool, and it's it's being felt around the house from all different ages you know all the different generations you know all the different genders i mean that's so cool and you know again one more thing i'll tell you you and i always say you know it happened for a reason and you and i always talk about it and it's my humble opinion that things don't happen in this life on our time you know lou can't always dictate when things are going to come into his life when people are going to leave his life when situations are going to happen but we always go back to when does it happen it happens on god's time Yes, it did. Boy, did it ever. Yes, you know, it did. And when the, when the timing is right. You, you always reference it. You know, there's a book out there. You know, imagine there's a book that's written of your, of your life and you're just following along or this book of life in general, collectively of everybody. And we're just going along it and things are going to happen. The situations will take place. And, you know, they're going to be presented to you. You roll with it. You do it. You know, you, it's your option to how to react to it, what you do with it. But, man... I mean, this is, it's amazing. That was an amazing story. That was an amazing story. Isn't that cool? I'm so happy for you, bro. Thanks, buddy. So happy for you. Yeah. So that was the greatest gift, man. That was the, that's the greatest gift. The greatest 
it's a Christmas miracle, and it's the greatest gift at Christmas I've ever gotten. To be to be connected, you know, or reconnected, an unknown reconnection with somebody, another human being, another life. Life is what it's all about. I mean, several connect, lives. Yeah, several lives. You know, to connect with lives and life itself. I mean, there's nothing out there that's of utter importance that could be greater than that. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. Great we, story, we bro. We talked about, you know, uh, what Christmas was like, and I thought, you know what? We just did that show on family. <laughs> this is family part two. Who would have thought, right? We come back to this synchronicity. What are the chances You of and that? I, I swear to God, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for someone to do tests on us. Maybe we're brothers. I swear to what God. What are the chances did, of that? Yeah, I... <laughs> We should start playing the lottery, I swear to God, and play together. Like, you get your ticket and I'll get mine at the same place at the same time. Well, and maybe that's what I need because I played it again last night for the Mega Millions <laughs> and once again I lost. <laughs> so. I think my wife grabbed one too and you know what? She won a whole $12. She did? Yeah, she put it on. I, I know she posted on social media. It was a funny post. You didn't catch it yesterday? I know we're no. connected on, on social media. She puts on there, like on Facebook, she puts, here's my winning amount, because she had like a snapshot of the winning amount. Yeah. And her little comment underneath was, I think they forgot the zeros, but on the actual picture of her amount was $12. And she's saying, you know, there should, hopefully there should have been a few more zeros. Well, at least, at least she won something, because yeah. I, I won my usual shit. $12. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. I didn't win anything. I'm like, you basically and, got your money back. You, you know me, dude. <laughs> I, you know, I try to keep uh, every situation as light as possible right yeah and i so i talked to her today to my sister and i said and we, we we had this conversation and at the end i go oh yeah listen by the way um i just need you to know and i need you to get used to the fact that i tend to curse a lot <laughs> <laughs> she started no, laughing no you don't she started laughing Do you? <laughs> and, and, uh, and she goes yeah that's all right i've been known to drop a couple f-bombs oh, myself it runs in the family yeah <laughs> and i said well that's okay because I, it's the most fabulous word you can use and i use it like it's going out of style so oh, that's funny man that's <laughs> funny anyway listen folks i think that'll be it for this uh, particular uh, episode of a burning desire to talk hope you uh, hope you guys enjoyed it but more importantly hope you had a great christmas hope you have a a wonderful new year 2023 uh, is a bounce back year. It's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be a great year, Mark. Yeah, so I guess the next time anybody hears of us getting together around the fire will be uh, next year. I guess I'll talk to you next year, bro. Yeah, I'll see you in a year, buddy. Yeah, okay. All right. Have Peace. a good night. Peace.